We're so happy to be here once again with you all. And today, we're going to get a little deep. Yeah. A little deep today. <laughs> uh, we're going to be talking about guilt and shame. And guilt and shame have been some best friends of mine in the past. <laughs> I have definitely struggled with this. Actually, I have struggled with this really up into, like, fairly recently. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know, like, how recent. I don't want to, like, give a time frame. But, like, I would say even within the last maybe year, year and a half-ish mm -hmm. is when I really finally was like, I'm not being held to this like mm -hmm. I'm just not going to do this yeah um because um guilt and shame like they just they don't feel good yeah they feel terrible that's true and um I kind of wanted to start off by just you know because I think sometimes when you hear guilt and shame you kind of hear them together mm -hmm. but like you can have guilt and no shame or you can have shame and no guilt mm -hmm. and it really just depends on the situation and um the best way that I can explain it or I guess the simplest terms is like guilt is when you have a feeling of doing something wrong or mm. it's like a perceived wrong. Mm. Like, um, example, it could be that maybe it's not even wrong, but you feel like work is taking time away from family. And mm. maybe it's not even really that big of a deal, but you're feeling guilty about it. Like, dang, right. I wish I could be with my family more. Yeah. Or it could be something even of a more extreme. Mm -hmm. And shame is more so like an internal thing. Like, this is how I feel about me. Like, I didn't just do what I think is a bad thing, but I am now a bad person. Oh, and yeah. that's, oh, Ooh, yeah. that is so hard to it deal is. with because you are now attributing these this this choice, this decision, this mistake to this wasn't just a one-time deal of a bad situation mm -hmm. or a bad decision, but now I am just a bad person and mm -hmm. I am not worthy. And that yeah. feels horrible. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I love how you broke it down with the difference because that is so true everything you do may not be shameful but mm -hmm. man I'm now it made me think like which one do I feel like I deal with more mm -hmm. and I would say shame and I think that shame for me mm -hmm. personally I feel like shame feels a little bit worse oh it feels way worse at yeah. least for me it feels way worse okay because so I feel too. like guilty at least for me and I guess and maybe in the situations that I've been in most of them at least when I felt guilty, typically it was something that I feel like I could um, recover from. Like, mm -hmm. if, if I did something that I felt was wrong, I'm going to try to make a right from true, it. True, 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 true. When you're shameful, you're shameful. Like, you just feel terrible about yourself. And you can't really make it right until you learn to forgive yourself. Mm -hmm. Because now you are just... It, it self-internalizing all those feelings and it becomes something negative on how you view yourself. So it's so much harder to deal with mm -hmm. the shame. Yeah. And you said that shame is internal. Yeah. How much of it do you think comes from other people or outside? I think, I actually think it can a lot. Mm -hmm. I think it can. I think it depends on the situation. So like, obviously I feel like if you did something that you feel was wrong, and now you have attributed that to yourself, then you've done that to yourself. Mm -hmm. But I think sometimes it could even be like, um, I am afraid for someone to know this because of how they'll judge me. Because mm -hmm. there are some things. There's something that I'm like, I don't want people to know. Only for the fact that I know people are going to judge me. Yeah. And, it's, and it sucks because mm -hmm. it's like we're all people. We're all human. We, we all make mistakes. We all make bad choices. And it happens. Yeah. But then it's also like, when you know someone's judging you based off of a poor decision, like, it makes you feel more shameful because you're like, okay, well, now these people 
look at me like this. So yeah. I must be this. You know, this person said I am this. So I got to be this. Or yeah. it could literally not even be that. Mm-hmm. Like I think about, um, you know, people who may have been abused in some sort of way. Maybe they were sexually abused. Mm-hmm. And because that had happened, now they carry the shame of it when it was yeah, nothing for them to carry. It wasn't their fault. It wasn't their fault. It, it just was a terrible situation that you mm-hmm. found yourself in. But this is not your fault. But because it happened to them and they know when people find out like, oh, dang, like this happened to you, they might look at you different. And it's like you carry that around sometimes. Yeah, that's hard. And, and that is really... Something I think you have to dig deep and do a lot of help to come out of. For sure. But, like, I think about it on the opposite scale. Okay. And my brain goes to, like, one of the worst things that you can feel shame about, uh-huh. which is I would think about a pedophile. Mm. Because I'm working on seeing them as human. Yes. <laughs> and that and it's is hard. It, I swear. It and I really so recognize hard. that about myself. It's mm-hmm. like, you really have zero compassion mm-hmm. for these people. Yeah. You want them to put them under the jail mm-hmm. and, 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 and that's it. Yeah. But it's like, sometimes I think that sometimes the, the prey becomes the predator, you know, like that was the same at one point in time, that was the same little kid yep. who you were so upset that was getting hurt. That used to be them. Yeah. And the same kid who your heart breaks for could become them, yep. you know, without the proper help and guidance. And so I think about someone like that, if they made that mistake and they did their time and they got registered mm-hmm. and they, they've done therapy and they've done everything to let that part of them go. They may even be disgusted by the Mm -hmm. fact that they ever did that and completely turned over. But if you're on a sex sex offender list... Yeah. You know, everybody's looking down on you. It don't matter what you did. It doesn't matter. And doesn't matter how far. And that's like a great example because, and that's obviously an extreme, but mm -hmm. like that's normal for all of us. Yeah. Like I feel like we all... I would, I think I can confidently say that every single person has something that they would prefer someone not to know. Mm-hmm. It may not even be something huge. It just may be right. something that you're like, ugh, I just really don't want people to know that I did this or that I said this or I used to act like this or whatever. And um, you, especially, and it doesn't have to be so much time, but mm-hmm. especially when things happen a long time ago. Yeah. And it's like, you, you're not always the same person. Yeah. You know, you may have been... Like, um, I talked to my counselor about the, the the situation where I felt a lot of guilt and shame and I held on to it for years. Mm-hmm. And um, she just really, like, first off made me feel extremely comfortable because I think I mentioned this before. She was like, Gabby, like, <laughs> like, not obviously not justifying, but, like, you're not the only one. Like, this mm-hmm. is not, you're not the only situation. Um, but, you know, just talking to her and being able to, like, have a safe space mm-hmm. to be like, I can actually say something without someone holding, mm-hmm. like, something over my head, like, oh, yeah. you're this or you're oh, that. Yeah. And um, there was something else I was going to say. I don't know. I can't remember that point. But that was just something that felt so good in therapy mm-hmm. was being able to sit down. But, she, oh, I know. She was telling me, like, you also have to look in. Sometimes, like, the different seasons you're in, you can be very vulnerable in a season. Um, mm. and that allows you to be opened up to things that you would never Man. expect because of what's going on in your life. And she mm-hmm. was like, break down, like what was going on in your life? And I was telling her this, this, this and that. And she was like, I mean, can you see yeah. how that something yeah. like this could happen? You were vulnerable. You were sad. You were depressed. You were this, you were that. And you found yourself in something else that made you feel good for the moment. Yeah. And 
it led up to something that you weren't happy with obviously led you to guilt and shame but like can you see what led up to this Mm -hmm. and when I sat down I was like wow yeah but people don't give us enough we don't give each other enough grace in that and it's like like the extent of like I feel the same way about pedophiles like it's really really hard and like a couple semesters ago we had to talk about pedophilia mm-hmm. and um you know I had I had to be very honest in my um paper of like I know my bias <laughs> I know that I am very biased against pedophiles but I also know that's wrong because they're not all these like evil horrible people that are just like what they do is, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean, like, take away from who they are and what they went through. And we are all that s- somewhat, some way messed up. Yeah. And we've all made some pretty bad decisions in our life. And if you haven't yet, you will. Yeah. <laughs> you will do that. And, um, you know, it's just about understanding, like, it's not justifying. It's not saying, well, I, right. I'm justifying not you to do this. All. Because it's not at all. But it's like, I know that you're human. You've messed up. I'm not going to make it worse for you. I hate when I get on social media and I see um, people's business just being blasted and everyone's under there calling them the oh, horrible, worst, God. terrible things. And I'm like, y'all are some, on some high horses. <gasps> high like, horses. High, and that, oh, that's one thing that aggravates me so much is someone who sits on a high horse and looks down on others because I'm like, you really need to sit down and look at yourself. You really need to sit down and do some self-evaluation because you are not all that. Yeah, I hate that too. I see it all the time. Like, just the one thing I see the most is hundreds of thousands of people commenting on other people's relationships. Mm. Like, he shouldn't have did this and she shouldn't have done that and girl, you better than me and you don't deserve that. And I'll be like... Are y'all in happy, loving relationships? Yeah. Because truth be told, most of us aren't. And yeah. if we are, the people who are in happy, loving relationships typically don't get online and tear people to shreds. No, they try all. to offer advice. They try to give, you know, positive criticism mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So it's just literally, people literally love to use other people's situations to make themselves feel better oh my gosh and it drives me crazy because god did say that no sin is greater than the other so i feel like you know oh this you may have did that or i or they'll look at it like oh i did this but she did that you know what i mean like and it's like It's not better, baby. It was still wrong. People still got hurt or whatever the case is. You know what I mean? Wrong is wrong at the end of the day. And I think sometimes we even do that to ourselves. Oh, for sure. I know I've done it. Um, I've had infidelity in my Mm -hmm. past. And there started to be all these quotes about black women don't cheat, which obviously I think they was being silly. Maybe I don't know. I think they are because I've definitely (laughs) seen that whole trend. Yeah, black men don't cheat. That definitely was a joke. Um, <laughs> I don't believe that lie. <laughs> right. But they started putting all these statistics together saying how women, not just black women, but women typically don't cheat and they're faithful, which I know that's not but true. But that's completely a lie. I can't tell you how many women I've known, and I'm not like saying this as a boastful thing mm-hmm. at all, but I'm just saying, I don't know, I can't tell you how many women I know from high school on to now who have cheated. Yeah. Like, a lot. Yeah, it's just crazy. we don't talk about it because there's a stigma mm-hmm. that women don't cheat. Yeah, that and, it and, is. And if you break that stigma, like, then we... Because when it comes to sex, women will always get, like, the scarlet letter. We'll always be looked at as the, the whore, mm-hmm. no matter what. It doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. And when it comes to sex, unless you're married to one person and you lost your virginity to them, someone's going to consider you some sort of 
promiscuous. Mm-hmm. Men don't always get the backlash yeah. like that as much. And there's also a stigma where, and it could be true. I could see that there's some truth in this, but that's not the only thing because I know women who have not fit into this box. But where people have said men cheat because they just have to have sex. Like they're just mm-hmm. like these sexual beings. They just have to be satisfied. But women cheat because it's more of an emotional thing, which that could be true. But mm-hmm. I've definitely talked to women that was like, I just wanted some. Mm. And I just went and got it. Yeah. So it's like there's that stigma that we it's don't talk stigma. about it. And every and we can't do that because we sit and we're quiet about what we've been through and somebody like me is struggling thinking that mm-hmm. I'm just the oddball and like I one thing that I can say that I've carried with me is that like because I've done things in my past, mm-hmm. I never would ever deserve to be seen as or refer to myself as I'm a faithful woman Mm. you know which is crazy because it's like if that was a lifetime ago (laughs) and you've been faithful ever since you know what I mean and it's like you deserve to be call yourself that you may have been a cheater back in the day you know what I'm saying like people can change people can change and now but it feels like that it it felt like that was a permanent stain on my record you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. this is on my record and it's not going anywhere but what I realized is that I had to forgive myself truly forgive myself and I'm like you know I know God forgave me for the things I've done but I realized that I had not forgiven myself and I literally carried that with me in my bag and it was like you'll never be able to call yourself this Mm -hmm. because you know and then I'm like so there's so many good women out there who've never ever done that before it's just like you said the stigma you know what I mean it's just not something women do women are innocent and we're such good women to our men and men are dogs and they always cheat us yeah and that's the rhetoric that I just can't stand because although it can be true it Mm -hmm. can be true but it could be true on the opposite side. Yeah. And you could be a great man who has a woman who treats him like trash. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it, there's definitely, it, it's on both sides. Yeah. But we, it's, but that's, I feel that's how it's been forever. Mm-hmm. So I think that oftentimes, and obviously I'm not speaking for everyone. I'm not saying that this, other people don't deal with this. But I think that's why women can carry guilt in that realm mm. much more than a man because it's kind of like, oh, man, they do it. They get over it. Not to say they don't feel guilty or shameful in that moment, but it's, it's almost like, okay, we can move on from this quickly. Yeah. When it's a woman who's dealt with that, it's kind of like we just internalize it because of that. Because mm-hmm. we're like, dang, we're not perfect. Yeah. Dang, or I'm not deserving yeah. anymore. Sometimes you feel like you're not deserving because I've been in a situation like that where I was um, messing around with someone who was in a relationship. And after that, I felt like why do I, why why would anyone ever want to marry me? Like, I don't deserve, Mm. I don't deserve a good relationship. Like, I don't deserve to be married. Like, that's ridiculous. Why would I ever think that from all based off of one situation? Mm -hmm. I literally thought, like, I was so unworthy of anything good. Like, (laughs) anything good. It was like, I don't deserve anything that I want. Yeah. Because I'm just a terrible person. And, And you know what's so interesting about that is that, you can see other people involved or other people who you know who may have done the same thing mm-hmm. and they deserve it. You right. know what I mean? It's like they deserve it, but you have taken all the guilt and shame mm-hmm. and put it on yourself and said, but I don't deserve it. Yeah. And that is honestly the reason why it's good to be open. Mm-hmm. I think, and you don't got to tell your business to everybody, no, for but sure not. it's good to talk to somebody because 
we can see it for other people sometimes, but we just simply can't see for ourselves. Yeah. Like, I can hear you say that and be like, of course that's not true. Mm-hmm. Of course you're worthy. Of co- you made a mistake. Like, yeah. it's a mistake. Right. Um, And you can look at me and say the same mm-hmm. thing. And But when we look at ourselves, ourselves because of you feel that shame, you feel mm-hmm. that guilt, and, and you understand it with people like, oh my God, I get it. I know that yeah. was hard. And it's just like what you talked about too, that I just very recently had this, like, discussion with myself and coming to forgiveness and it's like I thought about the place I was in Mm. you know what I mean when I was doing those things and I'm like you were in like the worst slump of your life you were not even yourself Mm -hmm. I mean my self-esteem was so low at that time Mm -hmm. like I had never been in that place in my life to where I just didn't care uh, about my appearance I just I just was not me yeah not anything that I've ever been anything anybody's ever seen of me right and it took me a really long time to come out of that dark hole and that just helped me to realize like you're not just a horrible person you were just really going through something and and we all find outlets in different ways like it's some people, it might be sex. Some people, it might be drugs. Some people, it might be alcohol. Some people, it's, you know, spending lots of money. Some people, it's isolation and depression in their room by themselves. Like, everyone copes with it differently. Obviously, we want healthy, good coping strategies, and it's mm-hmm. not as common, or it takes time to learn those to finally implement them in your mm-hmm. life. But most of the time, when people are going through something like this, especially if it's the first time, they're gravitating to the negative things. Yeah. Because of the stigma of we can't talk about whatever this is that I did because it's yeah. too shameful oh. for anyone to know. And that's why I, again, huge advocate for therapy because you're literally paying this person to hear you out. Mm -hmm. They're not going to judge you. Mm -hmm. Like, that's not Mm -hmm. their job. Their job is to help you navigate through your situation. Yeah. They hear everything from the moon and back. Yeah. Your situation is not going to be new to them. Right. So it's like when you sit down and talk to someone who you know is unbiased, who you know is not going to judge you, and whose purpose is to help you, Mm -hmm. like... I, I love it for that because yeah. that's at least the one place where you can find an outlet to talk. If, even yeah. if you feel like you can and hopefully you can find someone close to you, like a fr- family member, a friend, a mentor, um, who's in like your personal life, who will like give you good advice mm-hmm. and also stand by you like, hey, yeah, like of course I don't agree with that, mm-hmm. but... You're still a good person. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. It's the voice of reason, and yeah. it's good to just have somebody who really loves you, who's yeah. not going to look at you crazy mm-hmm. because, you know, there are people who will. They will yeah. look at you like you're crazy, and you never know what people's agendas are or mm-hmm. their intentions or whatever. And they may be happy to find something out horrible Ooh, about yeah. you. Yes. You know, like like oh, I knew she was this or I knew she was that or I knew yeah. everything wasn't what it seemed to be and all this and that and they take it and they run with it because once again, it just comes back to um people doing things to make themselves feel better. Mm-hmm. So, I think that it's it, when you talk about carrying guilt and shame, you have to talk about forgiveness. And sure. I think that it comes from within. So, back to that extreme example I used with the pedophile you're on a sex registration list. Like, mm-hmm. nobody's going to see you. I'm not going to say nobody, but most people aren't going to see you as reformed or whatever right. the heck, no yeah. matter how much work you've done. Right. The only way for you to no longer carry guilt and shame is for it to be internal. It has to be. It has to be. And that's it for everybody. It is, because um, I think one reason why I carried 
guilt and shame. Well, one, I, I've said this a million times, I'm an overthinker, so I will internalize so many different things, mm-hmm. and I will be stuck in my brain forever. And then because I am um, an empath, like, my feelings, I feel like, are on, like, a thousand. So I feel things on such a crazy deep level. <laughs> so all those obviously don't play in my favor when it comes to mm-hmm. that. Um, but I am someone which I know that technically you someone does not have to forgive you if they don't want to ideally wonderful ideally I feel like although I understand it's hard and I understand there's situations that people have gone through where they've been extremely hurt and I understand how hard that can be for some people so Mm -hmm. I don't want people to think like I'm just saying something to say it in a perfect world in my mind we would all find a way to forgive and give people grace um, in situations. Mm-hmm. Even if that, that means you never speak to them or hear them. It, it could just be an internal, I forgive them. Mm-hmm. Like, I may not even have to verbally say it to you. But because that means so much to me mm-hmm. to know that someone has heard me ask for forgiveness. And they're like, okay, like, we ain't got to have nothing to do with each other. But thank you for that. Yeah. And not getting that made me be like, yeah, I don't deserve it. Yeah. I don't deserve forgiveness. Like, why yeah. would I even think about asking for I don't deserve forgiveness. And then it's like, well, they're not going to forgive me. I'm not going to forgive myself. Mm. What's the point? <laughs> and whew, I've even gotten to the point, which I don't do this anymore. But like I said, I told you, this was bad. This guilt and shame was like, it ate me alive. Mm-hmm. But there was a, even a time where I wouldn't even ask God for forgiveness because I really felt like I didn't, didn't deserve, deserve it. it. Oh, like, I, I would literally pray to God, like, I know I'm wrong and I know I should ask you for forgiveness, but I just don't feel like I deserve it. I really just don't feel like, and I know you, and it, it was so crazy. It's like, I know you'll give it to me, but why do I deserve that? I deserve to be in this space that I'm in. Yeah. Then uh, meanwhile, God just forgave two serial right. killers last night. <laughs> right? Yeah, he was like, "Dude, this person just like, like I just gave salvation to like a whole genocide." Like, yes, <laughs> yes. But yeah. I feel like for me, um, in those in that situation, it was really the devil just had a, mm-hmm. a he had a hold on mm-hmm. my mind because obviously, if he can keep you in a place of guilt, shame, isolation, depression, anxiety terrible thoughts um even to the point where you don't even want to talk to god about this anymore like he has you in a perfect place because like the the i guess more straight away you are from god or the like the more foothold he has over you absolutely man yeah and that's why we have to stay you know constantly you know reiterating those scriptures and keeping those scriptures close to us to Mm -hmm. to combat the lies you know what I mean just to because we have to tell ourselves that we have Have to to, (laughs) like even in your situation you have to I would I would even look at some of the worst people in the word Mm -hmm. in the bible and then think about how God gave them grace gave them forgiveness you know like um if you look at Paul you know and you just look at the forgiveness you look at the like who knows saw who we don't even remember that you know what I mean yeah like who's that Exactly. And that's kind of how we are. Like we all have a saw. Yeah. Oh, for sure. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, man. And some of us are still in saw, but we're portraying <laughs> ourselves like Paul. And that is, Preach. that's even <laughs> scarier. Yeah. It's, and that's, Ooh, I, those are people that, that are scary. typically on the high horse are the people who they're in their mess. Yeah. And they know they're in their mess, but they put on this mask mm-hmm. that I am perfect Patty. I am. 
Ooh. whoever. And that just makes me think. Sometimes, thank God for guilt and shame. Yeah. Because I am glad that instead of me doing things and being cool with being one person in the front and another person in the back, mm-hmm. that I made mistakes that I never want to make again. Yes. And I felt guilt and shame for those things. Mm-hmm. I want to be better because that is totally different from people who are constantly doing these things and as long as nobody knows yeah yeah as long as nobody knows no one sees it or it's only the people in their closest circles sometimes people get really close to like family and family can see their mess oh well i don't care they don't see but not everyone else Mm -hmm. my co-workers can't see it my friends can't see Mm -hmm. it social media can't see it yeah my parents might see it my kids might see it my uh significant other might see it but whatever they they, they're just used to it Mm -hmm. but not everyone else and it's like that's so at first off that's so delusional yeah and it's dangerous like you mm-hmm. said thank god for the guilt because honestly when i think about um things that i've done especially from that situation because i've learned a lot from that situation with the guilt and shame and, and understanding how that it's okay to feel guilty about something that you have done wrong mm-hmm. obviously you want to cope with it and not allow it to take over you yeah. and control you mm-hmm. um but, you know, even the Bible talks about godly sorrow and how that godly sorrow mm-hmm. for what you've done that was wrong takes you back to repentance. Because you're like, God, like, I know I let you down in this. Mm-hmm. I know I was wrong. But I also know that you forgive. Mm-hmm. And I also know that you deliver. And I know also know that you'll turn things around. And it's like it brings me even closer to him now mm-hmm. because I'm like, I'm running to you because you are my solution for this. Yeah. You're the only one who can fix this. You're the only one who... Um, has sacrificed so much for me to give me salvation. Like, um, it brings me closer to him instead of living in, like you said, living like, oh, well, whatever. No one's going to know who cares. Yeah. And it's like choosing to believe what he says. Like, Mm -hmm. are we going to believe him when he says, who the sun sets free is truly free mm-hmm. indeed. Are we going to believe that? Or are we going to continue to call him a liar and be like, right. no, I'm not free. Right. You know, and the analogy popped in my head. It's the stupid one. But analogy popped into my head of somebody being like, try that dress on. You can fit. They're like, I cannot fit that dress. I can't fit that dress. Try it on. I know you can fit it. He's like, no, I can't fit it. I'm not going to try it on. Try it on. You can fit it. You finally try the dress on. It fits perfectly. You look at it like... I still, I just don't believe it. It can't yeah. fit. It's fitting you. We can it's see that it's you. fitting you. And you're like, nope, no, it doesn't fit. Right. <laughs> it's like, that's how God is when he's telling us, like, you're forgiven. Yeah. Like, that's the old you. That's not you anymore. You're worthy. You you deserve love. You deserve joy. You deserve peace. You deserve all of the fruits of the spirit mm-hmm. because you're my child. And I, I've forgiven you. You've repented yes. and that's gone. Um, and we'd be like, no, nope. No, nope. I don't deserve it. <laughs> nope. Sorry. Don't believe you. It's so true. <laughs> and, I, and, and, you know, I know we, we have already mentioned but that's one of the reasons why one obviously you know getting right with god um especially if you're a christian or you believe in god but um the importance of the like self-forgiveness because Mm -hmm. if you solely rely on the person who you feel like you wronged Mm -hmm. if you if you rely on their forgiveness one you may never get it Mm -hmm. and two you may get the like i forgive you but it also may be someone who holds it over you all the time. Mm. So they say they forgive you, but anytime you get into an argument, it's, oh, what about this? Yeah. When did yeah. you did this? Or when you said this? Or it may not even be so direct, but it might be little hints to what had happened. And it's like, dude, if you forgave me, you forgave me. Yeah, like, let it go. And I understand, again, like there are situations that are hard. But if you say, I forgive you, like if for me, if I say, I forgive you, 
I'm not bringing that stuff up. Mm-hmm. I'm not Same. bringing it up. It may still hurt me, mm-hmm. and I may still have to do some internal stuff to get past that. Mm-hmm. But for me to bring it up to you lets me know I haven't let that go. Yeah. I haven't let it go, and there's something now. Now I have to look at myself mm-hmm. and hold myself accountable and be like, "What's going on with me? Yeah. Why have yeah. why why do I tell this person I forgive them?" But I'm I'm constantly throwing this in their face. Like, that's yeah. how I would feel. Yeah. Because I don't want to contribute to anybody feeling guilt or yeah. shame. Because that's what you're yeah. doing. You're perpetrating that shame to come back again. Because at first you're like, oh, okay, cool. <sighs> we, we, we good. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, dang, you brought that up again. Yeah. Now I feel like a trash person. Yeah. Once again, thank you. <laughs> and I want to forgive because... The, the cliche line, forgiveness is for you. Yeah, for And sure. that's why, like, we can't always depend on the other person to forgive us. Mm-hmm. You know, we can't always base whether we should feel shame or not on whether or not they have forgiven us. Yeah. Because at some point, when you know that you have tried to right all your wrongs and you've apologized and you've made changes and whatever it is that you needed to do and they still choose to not forgive you that is them that's them that's their problem now that's on you now you need to get help because you're the one who can't sleep at night you're the one who has anger built up and Mm -hmm. you're the one who's being controlled by seeing someone or whatever the case may be that's them for them to deal with and prayerfully the person who's holding on to things will eventually let it go so that they can have their own For happiness. Sure. But I'm not going to let you continue it because it's not right. Yes. God forgave me. And especially if you're a Christian, God called you to forgive me right. as well. And if right. you choose not to, you got to take that up that's, with him. Yeah, that's between y'all. That's between yeah. you and God now. Yeah. Because, I, and again, when, when, I, when we talk about like forgiveness or trying to make things right, it doesn't mean that you're going to now be besties with this person or, yeah. or if it's like a situation where it's a, um, a relationship um, with a significant other, it doesn't mean that you guys are going to stay together. Nothing like that. It doesn't have to be that way. Mm-hmm. But um, it's the fact that I know that I know what God did for me. And he died Christ died for me and has forgiven me and will continuously forgive me. And if God can do that, like, who the heck am I to be like, man? And again, it's not easy. It's not. But like at some point, I think it comes down to self-reflection. Yeah. And that point that you made, um, there are some people who are still holding on to things and still holding on to, um, what's the word I'm trying to think of? Uh, I can't think of the word right now. But um, they want other people to feel as miserable as them mm. because they're still yeah. in that. Mm-hmm. And um, when they see that you're not there, mm-hmm. when they see that you're not upset like them angry mm-hmm. like them depressed like worse. them it makes it worse for them because they're like how dare you be happy and it's like because i've i've done the work yeah i, <laughs> I am happy this. and i am at peace and i am not um filled with guilt and shame over this because i did the work i put in mm. time and effort to get through this and ain't nothing nothing taking mm-hmm. me back there nothing's yeah. gonna take me back there like i I'm over it now Mm -hmm. and I'm not going to live by this. And like you said, hopefully people in those situations, um, 
they find a way out of there. Yeah. Because, I again, I know I've been there. It's a yeah. terrible place to be in. I would never wish that upon anyone. Yeah. But I also can't get back down there with you. Yeah. And you know what's so interesting? I think about, like, some of the stuff we've been through, mm-hmm. you know, and the, the hurt. People have done us dirty. For sure. You know what I mean? For Past sure. relationships, mm-hmm. kids, fathers. If I think about that, I don't think that either one of us is out here still angry at no. our kids' dads for whatever they did while we was together. It's no. like, no, you cool, I'm cool. Yeah. Like, we cool. It's done. We it happened. And, it's in the past. Can, but can you imagine, though, you Some being having a horrible <laughs> attitude every time you see him be, and throwing it up in his face? Yeah, like, no. What? That was so long ago. And why would I want to still be miserable? And it's it like... feel good. Not at all. And it's like, I think about... Um, he who is without sin cast the first stone. Mm. So it's like, if you go into God about me, well, God, she did this to me and she did that to me. Okay, well, cast the first stone if you're without sin. And they yeah. will have to be quiet. They right. will sit there and say nothing because you're not innocent. And you've done wrong too. Mm-hmm. I don't care who you are. You've <laughs> done <care>. something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because none of us and are it's perfect. Not, and, and, and two, it's not even something. You've done uh, quite a bit of stuff. If you have lived... I would say, even if you lived up to 16, you have done more than enough stuff in your lifetime yeah. that you didn't need forgiven for. And it could, again, it's the simplest things. Like, it's even the thoughts that pop into your head that you're like, oh, Lord Jesus, forgive me for that because I don't know why I thought about that. That was a yeah. terrible thing for me to think about, mm-hmm. and that should not have been. And it's like, it's like humble yourself. Humble yourself a bit. Humble yourself. And, and and I don't know if we've done, I don't think we've done a, um, a full out episode on this, but the self-reflection, I know we've talked about it before. It's so important to be self-aware because there's too many people who are really just in this delusional mindset that they are either the victim or they're perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like, mm-hmm. I'm, I, I don't want to think either one. I don't want Man. to play the victim because... That just keeps you stagnant. Yeah. If you play victim, I've known so many people who play victim. And I'm like, and they're stagnant. Mm-hmm. And they don't go forward in life. Yeah. And then, like, and then to be perfect is, like, that's exhausting to, to try to to carry that all yeah. the time. That's yeah. just, that's just too much. Yeah, I don't want to be either one either. I want to be constantly evaluating mm-hmm. myself. I want to just continue. And that doesn't mean that I'm perfect. Like you said, you don't mm-hmm. have to be perfect either. Mm-hmm. But it's a, it's constantly learning. And I'm learning myself every day. Mm-hmm. And I feel like God just continues to show me things. Like, just to give an example, um, like, I feel like I went from being super passive and mm-hmm. super naive to... Um, Almost wanting to, in a way, people pleasing, trying to be what I think everybody liked or trying to be what everybody wanted to realize. I'm like, no, you don't have to do that. Just be yourself. Yeah. But I still didn't want to offend people. And now I'm moving into like being able to speak up for myself. Mm -hmm. So it's like slow baby steps. You continue to evolve. You continue to grow. You continue to get better. And on that journey, you may still hurt some feelings. But, you know, you learn how to apologize. You know how you learn how to take Mm -hmm. accountability. You just continue to grow. And because you're on that forever journey, you give other people grace in the areas Mm -hmm. that you know that you would want grace. Like, I cannot imagine me having the audacity to look down on somebody like, yeah, but they did this and yeah, they this and that. Like, okay, well, shoot, they could look at me. Our friend Brianna actually recently just said that, like, she was like, she was like, she was like, 
her thing about like people judging her is like you trying to judge me, but I can judge you too. Look at the right. shoes you got on. Right, exactly. <laughs> she was like, it's exactly. always something that you can be judged for too, baby. Yes. Like you can't just look down on me. We can look down at each other because everybody has something going on. So it's like I w- I would never fix my lips to be like if anything. If someone tells me something that is personal and maybe you can tell that they're um, guilty about it or is bothering them. Mm-hmm. If anything, I am the most sensitive at that time. Mm-hmm. Like, even if mm-hmm. it's something that I'm like, wow, I can't believe you did that. Like, in my mind, like, it's a shock because it's mm-hmm. just, like, shock value. Some things mm-hmm. are just shock value. Like, you're like, whoa, I wasn't expecting right. that. But I don't allow that to be seen. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, I'm going to listen. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to, whatever you need in this moment, do you just need to talk? Yeah. Do you need some advice? But I'm never going to be in a position where I'm like, dang, like, mm-hmm. I can't believe or this, this, and that. It's like, well, how, how did we I'm get there? Gonna, yeah, I'm how did, not going to judge. Happen? Like, yeah. how does that make you feel? Like, I want mm-hmm. to help you process this situation. Yeah, because I've been there. Yeah, and, we ha- <laughs> and it, maybe it wasn't the exact same situation. No, yeah. And maybe I haven't been in the situation that you're in, but that doesn't stop me from being able to listen and understand. Mm-hmm. And on another level of that, you can have people who continue to make mistakes over and over again. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I'm not going to, I'm still not going to put you down. Mm-hmm. Even if I have to remove myself a little bit. Yeah. Because you always do something yeah. and you keep doing those things. I'm still not looking at you like, yeah, because she or yeah, because he and yeah, they you and I would never and they should be ashamed of themselves. Like, I'm not going to look at it like no. that. You know, I'm just, I may not be able to be as close to you, but mm-hmm. I don't look down on you. No. And I mean, some some of those things that people go through, like in the situation of like constant over and over again, mm-hmm. those can be like heavy strongholds on a person and they can really feel... um like like you're bound to it like some some of those situations are really hard for people to break out of mm-hmm. and they may really truly want to get out of it mm-hmm. but for whatever reason it could be childhood trauma it could be um tied to low self-esteem and other situations and they just can't find a way to get out they may have people who give them good advice and whatnot but that's why, again, I won't judge a person like that or, like, condemn them because I'm like, I don't know what they're dealing with. I don't yeah. know how hard this is for them or what they dealt with in the past to mm-hmm. cause them to stay in this place. Yeah, we to don't continue know. to make We don't know. And it's like all you can do, especially as a good friend or someone who loves them, is, yeah, you still may need to distance yourself because you need to protect yourself and you mm-hmm. don't want to be in no mess. Exactly. But it's like... I'm still going to listen to you if you need help. Yeah. Um, if you need some advice, I'm I, I'm there for you type deal. But it's not like, dang, like, you did that? Like, oh, we can't be friends no more. Like, you are. And it's like, dang, you got to kick someone when they're down? Mm, <laughs> like, yeah. why do you want to kick someone when they're down? Why like, does that feel good to people? Like, um, I, 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 I don't know. I, don't I can't like... relate. It's just, <laughs> right. it's just crazy. But I feel like we weren't created to have that type of evil and hatred. Mm-hmm. So why does it sometimes make some people feel good to hear bad things about somebody or to want to kick them when they're down or like make it worse? Like I, I'm, I'm struggling. I'm suffering right mm-hmm. now. And you want to put some sprinkles on top? Yeah. Like, no, but Where's some people are like from? that. I don't know what it is, but some people are really like that. Like, you already know I'm in this dark or hurtful position. And that's not enough for you? And you just want to keep on stopping on me? Like, 
don't you already see me bleeding? You want, like, what do you want? What, what do, do you want, want from me? Like, but I think sometimes one is, I think those people oftentimes are in something miserable themselves and they may not let it show it. They, they yeah. may not show that they're dealing with something, mm-hmm. but usually if someone is like that, you're dealing with your own inner demons. Like you have to be, have some internal battle going on. And when you see someone else down as well, you're like, ha, yeah, I'm not the only one. Yeah. You know what? It made me think about myself and Mm -hmm. I was just thinking like, have I ever been there? Mm -hmm. And I, I don't know. I don't think I can honestly say that I wished bad on, I know I haven't wished bad on anybody. And I know I haven't celebrated anything bad happening Mm -hmm. to anybody. But what I have done was see people who hurt me bad in the past or look down on me or talk down on me. And sometimes I hear things about what they're going through and be like, "Uh I remember. Yeah. And it's like I had I've had a group of women at my wedding. Mm -hmm. Um, They were overheard talking about me, Mm -hmm. uh, about how they never thought I would be the first one to get married and just all kinds of stuff. Just talking about my bridesmaids, dresses was ugly, everything. Mm -hmm. And like, I hear the craziest stuff sometimes about Mm -hmm. them. Not as often anymore because I don't associate, but none of them are married. Mm -hmm. And they all were like, oh, she was the last one of our group I thought would have got married. And And it's it's like, like, I've been married for 10 years now and... And y'all ain't even been engaged. Right. (laughs) It's like, I feel... A little bit bad for thinking that, but mm-hmm. it's kind of like, I feel almost like, see, now, you know? I, yeah, you know, I used to struggle with that because I'm in the same situation. Like, I have I cannot ever think of a time, and I'd had to really think hard, but I can't think of a time off my head where I wished bad on anyone. Yeah. Um, that's that's next level. Yeah, that's next <laughs> level. And even in really bad situations that I've been in, I may have been very mad at that person. Mm -hmm. I may have wanted nothing to do with that person, but I've never been like, spite them, God. Like, (laughs) do something terrible to them. Pop their tire today. Right. Like, I've never been that way. (laughs) Um, But there was a time where, when I was dealing with that guilt and shame, and I just felt so entirely broken. Mm -hmm. Like, just completely like when I tell you that was a dark time it was Mm -hmm. a dark time it just I I I can't even like really find the words to express it fully like you just have to be there to know what it's (laughs) like um but I was so broken and you sometimes when you're in a place where you're broken down or you're hurt and you feel like well, why do they get to be happy? Why do they get to have all the good stuff? Mm-hmm. And I, we were in the same situation, and I'm the one broken and hurt and mm-hmm. down and all these terrible things. And it was kind of like, not, God, I want them, nothing bad to happen to them, but it was like, dang, could they feel a little bit of what I'm feeling? You know, and, and we don't know. We don't know what we We don't feel. know. This is just what we This is ourselves. just, yeah, it's just you being in your mind. It's like, dang. To make ourselves feel like, more Yes, good, more and shame. it's like, why Why do they get to go and just, like, live life like it's the fullest? And I'm, like, feeling terrible. Like, can they feel a little terrible? Like, I don't want nothing bad to happen, but can they feel a little guilty about this, too? Like, yeah. can they feel just as bad as me? Because we both did the same thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you should be here, too. But then it's like, but then when you get out of that thought because that's really just being in your mind Mm -hmm. and when I got out of that I was like okay number one 
you don't need to be worried about that. You need to be worried about yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get yourself right. Mm-hmm. And then, to, like, you never know what people go through. You never know. And God deals with everyone in, in, in his own way. Yeah. And we all have to deal with the repercussions of whatever we do mm-hmm. the way that God decides for it to be done. Yeah. And that's not my place. Yeah. And nor, and nor is it a place where I, again, ever wish harm on anyone or wish bad on anyone. And I'm in a place right now where there's, like, literally not one person that I even, like, ugh. Like, yeah. I may get some annoying by... I get annoyed by some people, but mm-hmm. it's never like, oh, I don't want to see them happy yeah. or I don't want. It's just like, I, I'm at peace. Yeah. And that, that makes sense to me, too, because I think that um, vengeance is the Lord mm-hmm. and he's going to get them. You know, he's yeah. going to get anybody who hurts his children or does his children wrong. And I think that I've seen that come to fruition a lot. Yeah. Um, in my life. And I think that not off the top of my head can I think of a time where somebody did me wrong and they just appeared to be getting all these blessings and everything was going so well in their life I haven't seen that but I I feel like or I wonder if I did witness that Mm -hmm. like somebody who did me wrong or hurt me real bad and then they just started getting all their dreams come true I feel like I would probably be like... I got the short end of the wishbone, for sure. Like, <laughs> what is going thanks, on? God. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. I, I mean, there was even times where I'm like, well, God, it, like, if they get everything, can I get a, a, a sprinkle or something? <laughs> can I get a cookie? Can you God. give me a yes? Can I just get the crumbs? <laughs> Golly, I'm over here struggling all types of level, internally, externally, everything. Like, But you know what? Nobody knows because you yeah. talked about like being depressed and still mm-hmm. showing up for everything yeah. and just coming home and crying. So they could have been looking at it the same way. Like, why do she get to just be happy and chipper and living her life and yeah. going out having fun? And, you know, it was times when you were depressed that I didn't know. Mm-hmm. I am her best friend. Right. I didn't know yeah. until you told us that, like, we would leave your house and you would go just lay on the couch and cry. And mm-hmm. I'm like... How did we miss this? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So as your best friends, you can't tell me that everybody else wouldn't just look at right. you and think you're just living a happy life. We right. still taking pictures, having fun, doing everything. So the what you see is not always. No, no. And and, and I have learned that lesson as well, too, throughout life. It's just mm-hmm. like, um, it, it's kind of like the social media effect, you know, especially mm-hmm. if you're not actually seeing people in real life every day. Because mm-hmm. it's a little bit harder if you're seeing someone all the time. And I'm talking yeah. about like coworkers and family where you're seeing each other multiple times a week. Mm-hmm. It's a little easier to see glimmers of like, hmm, maybe a little off. Something mm-hmm. a little strange. But like, especially when you're seeing things on social media, and some people are, you. I don't like to say attention hogs because there might be some deeper rooted issues. But... I rarely see someone put mess on social media unless they're specifically just a typically toxic person and that's yeah. what they get. <laughs> but most of the time you're seeing happy stuff. So of course you're not going to know. Mm-hmm. Of course you're not going to know what people really go through. Like we're all going through something at some point in our mm-hmm. lives. And that's again why I want to give even more grace and mercy and forgiveness because I'm like, we're, it's just like a journey. It's a journey. Yeah, it's it a is. journey of life. And we make it harder on ourselves and on other people when we condemn them and look down on them. And I feel like 
you know, when you're trying to seek out, whether if it's therapy, whether if it's prayer, um, whether if it's talking to a loved one or someone that you feel safe with, um, I think too, it's just the mindfulness Mm -hmm. is changing those thoughts because you can do all those things, but until you change those thoughts Mm -hmm. and that even happens before forgiveness, because it's really hard to forgive yourself when you're in those thoughts, Mm -hmm. but it's like, no, I'm not a terrible person. I made a bad mistake or I made a bad decision. Um, but I have a good heart. Mm-hmm. I'm loving. I'm kind. I'm generous. Like you start replacing those negative thoughts with, but I am this. I am good. Mm-hmm. And then you like literally rewire and tra- change your brain to be like, oh, no, yeah, like yeah, I am a good person. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like we only live one life. Like yeah. we choose the life we live. God is a permissible God. Yes. You know, he doesn't force us to do, be, feel anything mm-hmm. as easily as he could. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But he is a permissible guy, so he allows us to make the choice. He allows us to make the decision of of how we're going to walk it yeah. out. So we only get one of them. Mm-hmm. We can literally choose if I'm going to sit here and deal with guilt and shame for the rest of my life, yeah. or I can choose if I want to get free from this. Yeah, And it's all about what do you want to do? It's all about because what you, you can do. say it, and I've I've also met people like that too who say like I don't want to feel like this. I don't want to feel this, and that might be true. Maybe they don't want to feel like this, but you're not taking the steps. You have to take the steps. Mm. It's not just going to disappear. It's not <laughs> like I think too many people think like out of sight, out of mind. It's going to disappear. It's it's still in there. It's deep in there, and that all you need is a trigger. Because that was me too. That was you're me preaching. too. Listen, I was. <laughs> I would think that I was over something, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm, I'm coasting. I'm coasting. Things are okay. Things are good. They're mm-hmm. cool. And all of a sudden, something triggers me, and I'm back in that place. Back, just Instantly. like you never left. Instantly. Oh. oh my god, I've been there too. With like I've talked about self hatred, low mm-hmm. self esteem. I don't even like to call it low self esteem. I like to call it self hatred. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Um, and I thought. I thought I made all this growth, but then something would happen and I'm literally back there just like mm-hmm. I never left it. But I love what you just said about stop just saying it because for years, for years, mm-hmm. I would plead with God and say, why won't you take this from me? Yeah. But every day I was constantly comparing myself to other people. Yeah. I was literally everybody. Who I would see. It didn't matter what could be possibly wrong with them. Well, at least they not this. At least yeah. they not that. At least they not this and that. And it's like anybody can anybody can hate themselves yeah, if they do that. You know sure. what I'm saying? It's crazy for me to do that. And it's like I wasn't taking those actionable steps to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that even still, you know, I have gotten a little bit better, started taking care of myself more because mm-hmm. it was a point in time where I just didn't care. I was literally wearing sweats every day, oversized mm-hmm. t-shirts, sports bras, hair in a ponytail, no yeah. makeup. Like I didn't even feel the effort which I was saying it wasn't like me. Yeah. Um, but when I met my husband, and before I met my husband, it was a time where I wouldn't leave and leave the house without lashes. Mm. I was spending money on hair, nails, outfits, everything. Like, I love to do that. Even when I got my daughter, I would find ways, you know, to keep myself up. And it got to a point where I just was like, I let it all mm. go. And it's like, this is not even me. Yeah. So just making progress and coming out of it and trying. But now it's just like thinking about like, how do you take those actionable steps to make sure you actually change this? And you have to be extremely intentional you, about it. That's what it is. It starts with intentionality. Mm-hmm. Like anyone can say anything, but it, it's like, okay, so you say you want this. Could be true. Where is the intention behind it? What's the next step? Are you just going to say it? Or are you going to now 
seek therapy? Are you going to now sit down and talk to someone about yeah. this who you trust? Are you going to be... Um, and I, and although I believe in the power of prayer, for sure, for sure. But I think God also places people in our lives and things in, in, in this world mm-hmm. that also helps us get through. Like, yeah. like there are other avenues. And I'm not Absolutely. saying other avenues outside of prayer. I always integrate prayer into everything. But... Like, we are here for a purpose to help each other. And I think, too, that that's something you have to be mindful of is stop just being in this secret, quiet, although it is good to be in a secret, quiet place with God, but, like, stop being so secretive. Like, stop being so, like, scared to talk. Like, we are here to Mm -hmm. help each other. It's it's beautiful and it's amazing to talk to God and to feel his presence, but it's, it's also nothing like to sit down and physically see someone and talk to them and hear them talk back to you and be able to hug and things that you may not be able to do with God. I've never heard God's voice audibly. I just haven't. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many people have, but I haven't. I've never physically felt God's hand touch my body. Mm-hmm. So there's just different aspects that you get with also sharing things with people mm-hmm. that is just an extra bonus yeah. on top of that. So I think it's like, are you taking steps? Because you can say over and over again, I want to change or I want to be better. Or, I want to grow. Or, I want to get past this. But until you say, okay, what's, where do I go? Yeah. Well, yeah. how do I do this? How do I navigate this? And honestly, mm-hmm. if you really don't know, it's, it's called, um, Google. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Google is like my best friend. Mm-hmm. If I don't know, what resources are out there for something, I will literally Google, and it may not be everything for you, but it gives you an idea they of what could of be what could be something that yeah. could help me in this. Yeah, because it's the faith without works. Yes. It's dead, and it makes me think about that example about the man in the boats, and it's like, mm-hmm. you got all the faith in the world, but God can't rescue until you get on one of the boats. You have to, to physically get up. <laughs> you can't just say, oh, God's going to bring me a man. I'm just going to sit here, you know. <laughs> In my house, it's like... No, that's not going to happen. No, it's not. You know, you have to do something. You yeah. have to have both. And that's how I felt, like, about my low self-esteem and self-hatred. I'm like, hello, God, I'm, I'm hating myself. When are yeah. you going to remove it? But it's like, when are you going to do something? Right. You know what I mean? Help me out. Meet me in the middle. You know yes. what I mean? And that's just the way that he did it. Like I said, that he's all-powerful. Mm-hmm. He can do anything. Sure. He could literally take that, but he is not like that. He is such he's not a your good personal God genie. That, he's not a genie. <laughs> he's not going to do and that. And he just... gives us free will. That's yeah. why it's a lot of us that... Don't believe in him or don't, because if he was, if he wanted it to be that yeah, way. Yeah, he could be a puppet master if he wanted it to be. But who wants that? Right. You know, who wants a relationship like that? Who wants right. a relationship where they, I mean, I feel like some women would. If oh, we gosh. could puppet master our men. All oh, right. Be like, make him love me. <laughs> right. Make him bring me a gift today. But I, I personally would prefer yeah. that you do it on your own will. Right. And I think that's how he is. And so we have to show that active faith as well by doing the things mm-hmm. to get the things that we want, especially if we know that we're acting inside of his will. Yeah. And then to kind of to end this off is like, we talked a lot about like how it makes us feel when mm-hmm. we're in that. And it's super important to know that take these steps because it will help you feel better about yourself and it will help you break away. But um, guilt and shame does not only affect you internally, but that will start to trickle out into relationships. It will start to affect um, your friendships and mm-hmm. your relationship with your significant other and family and things like that. And it could put a strain because when you are guilty and shameful, you can either come off as angry, bitter, sad, 
depressed, things like that. And and it's hard to navigate Mm -hmm. relationships when you're in that. So it's not only important for you, but it's also important for your relationships. Because the last thing you want to do is push away people who love you, who could really help you Mm -hmm. through this. Yeah, absolutely. This was such a good episode. Um, Definitely something for everybody to think Mm -hmm. about. Please share y'all thoughts with us. Like, we want feedback. For sure. For sure. (laughs) Do y'all carry guilt? Do y'all carry shame? What are some ways that you use to cope, Mm -hmm. to get over it, to forgive yourself? Share y'all thoughts with us. Yeah. Anything else? Nope. Y'all know everything's in the description. Subscribe, 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 subscribe. (laughs) Like, comment, share. All of that. Leave a review. Do the things. All the things. We need all the support we can get. All right, y'all. We'll see you next week. Bye.